and welcome, everybody, to the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast, the one and only wrestling podcast hosted by myself, Mike the Shoot Shepherd, Cameron, Brother Osborne. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. Banging going on outside, in the ring, all over the place. We got uh, some big matches to talk about this week. Blood and guts. Pay-per-views. Blood and Guts, uh, possibly a five-star match on Collision, uh, some title matches, tons of stuff going on. Wow. As always. Yeah, important in in the wrestling world. Like you said, you know, All In is on the horizon, but so is SummerSlam on the horizon. (coughs) So is the Great American Bash on the horizon. Like we said, the wrestling world never (laughs) stops. Uh, So let's get into our weekly wrestling action then. Let's kick it off this week uh, with a little SmackDown Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. We used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Start things off. EST, Bianca Belair comes out, cuts a promo. She's been waiting a long time to get her title rematch against Asuka, but tonight's the night. Uh, Charlotte comes out. She's fired up. Says, "When you beat Oscar for the title, I'm first in line." And Belair doesn't want to jinx it, but she says, "All right, if I win, you can fight me at SummerSlam. We'll see how that shakes out later. We'll see how that match actually happens out later on in the night. Because how long has Charlotte been back for? Um, maybe a month now, something like that. Okay." That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel she has. I don't think she's been in a match yet, though. Has she? Uh, she had the one match against Oscar, the title match where Belair interfered. Right. Okay. Keeps Sorry. Yep. A couple weeks, two yeah. weeks ago, maybe. Okay. That was the week that we missed. So that's right. Why? It's almost as if it didn't happen. If, that's... We, didn't <laughs> if we don't shoot about <laughs> it, does it actually happen? Just if a tree falls in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our first match, though, you got Sheamus and Ridge Holland taking on Pretty Deadly. So just a big hard-hitting match. Uh, yeah, Sheamus even doing some high-flying. Does a big clothesline off the top rope to the floor. Uh, then at one point, Pretty Deadly, they remove the turnbuckle pad, so Ridge gets sent throat first into the steel. Um, and then after, Prince hits him with a big top rope leg drop to get the win. So a nice win for Pretty Deadly, but unfortunately, at one point in the match, Prince had his uh, landed awkwardly and separated his shoulder. Um, yeah, from Ridge Holland, which you know, so? some bad luck with that guy. Is that so? I never, I never heard that. Yeah, I saw. I don't know if it was the exact spot, but he did that belly to belly, belly to belly suplex that injured Big E, and it looked like shortly after. He was favoring the shoulder, so who knows? Maybe he just needs to not do that move anymore. I feel like he's too round. Maybe he's too round to do it. Yeah, no, Brock Lesnar is a, Brock Lesnar is a svelte man. Like when he grabs you against his stomach, you are right up there, <laughs> like on his pecs. You know, you can't yeah. have any little bulge. Um, or else, which is you know, it's too bad because I think out of all of these draft call ups we've had. Has pretty deadly been this the st- the standouts? Uh, yeah, I think so. They've getting a couple wins, been getting on TV most weeks. I mean, so. Team KC lost. 
Yeah. Uh, pretty deadly uh, was immediately picked hooked up there with Austin Theory, and then you know now in positions like this where they're taking out Sheamus and the likes of them. Yeah, so hopefully you know separated shoulder if that's all it is that can be. He can be back in like three or four weeks. You pop it back nothing. in. It's just yeah. That's what easy. happened to Becky just a little while ago. Exactly. Back, it's, so. Just pop it back in. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully we're all good. Uh, the next match, you had Zelina Vega take on Bailey. Bailey comes out carrying the big chunk of green hair, which she cut off of Shotzi's head a few weeks ago. Uh, we'll follow up with that after. But the match itself, it was fine. Uh, Zelina, at one point, she grabs the sandal, starts smacking Bailey with it, and ref just lets her get away with it. No DQ for that. It's like Cody with the belt. Sometimes <laughs> it's a DQ, it's a, <laughs> but I guess it's, it's part. An it's, it's an article of clothing. It's like when someone uses yeah. uh, Bianca's hair against her. It's like, hey, you should have had the hair. I guess so. So someone should just come out wearing like a chair tape to their chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I was wondering, like, did Big Boss Man ever uh, handcuff someone? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you would think he'd be allowed to. You would to, think right? he'd be allowed to do it. Uh, who else? But. Who else? Did Repo Man <laughs> ever... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyways, Bailey hits the rose plant, gets the win. And then afterwards, Shotzi appears on the screen, starts cutting a promo on Bailey. She's not scared of her. And then she just starts laughing hysterically as she takes out a razor and shaves off her beautiful green hair. And at first, I was like, oh, no, why would you do this? Shotzi, former shooty winner for uh, hair of the year. Exactly. And to shave your hair in a non uh, hair versus mask match. Yeah. But then I found out the reason she did it was actually quite noble. Uh, Her sister is battling cancer, going through chemo. So she shaved her head in solidarity. uh, Just being a good sister, a good person overall, Shotzi. So. Do you think you you know, they to... still turned it into something. They still filmed it, so they got something out of it. <coughs> Do you think you have to ask permission? Like, did she have to go, hey, Hunter, can I I'm shave? sure she said, hey, I'd really like to do this. He's okay, cool. And Yeah, maybe that's yeah, how you phrase she... it. Hey, I would really like to do this. You don't say, yeah. hey, I... I don't think you... they would turn her down <laughs> for those. For those reasons in particular. Uh, yeah. I know, I know, another quick note, though, uh, coming out of this match, though, uh, reports were uh, Bailey injured her knee over the weekend, so I guess it would have been a few days after this match. Um, uh, yeah. in, in, a, in a in a live show against Asuka, and it was a uh, yeah. I saw a clip. She kind of like tripped over her weird, and then, yeah, yeah, clutched her knee, and they called the match right there. I think I don't, I don't even think they finished the match. They gave us the big X. Yeah, so some bad luck this week uh, for injuries. And uh, Bailey, I don't know if it's the same knee that she had that AG, um, ACL tear. Uh, I'm not sure, but... Yeah, I wonder. Is it better to tear the same one or fuck up the other one and have two bad knees? I wonder what's worse. <laughs> That's a good point. Well, she would have gotten surgery to repair it. That's why she was out so long. Yeah. Well, I'll have to keep an eye on that. Hopefully nothing too bad. Uh, but then Jey Uso comes out for a promo, you know, growing up with Jimmy, we're twins. If he gets hurt, then I'm hurt. He respects the family culture, but he does not respect Roman. 
uh, and Solo, you're going to get a spanking too. And Heyman, you're going to be done playing Puppet Master. Uh, so Heyman and Solo come out. Heyman says Solo's here to enforce the peace. And what happened to Jimmy was all Jay's fault. How can your brother or your family ever forgive you? Roman never will. That's when Solo takes the microphone says he won't forgive him either. Uh, this is all your fault. So they come to blows. Jay super kicks Solo out the ring. Turns around towards Heyman. Uh, but then Solo jumps back in. Goes for the Samoan spike. Jay's able to duck it. Beat up Solo. And then he hits Heyman with a super kick. Crowd loves that. Uh, great line from Michael Cole. The puppeteer just had his strings cut. And then... Uh, yeah. The puppeteer. Wait, did I... The What's the biggest move that Paul Heyman's going to take at the end of it? At the end of it all? Like, what's the big... <laughs> like, what's the big I mean, Paul taken... Heyman moment? Because, of course, whatever... Ha what, he's going to get written off TV. Whatever, whenever it happens. And when it's it, I mean Roman going down. Like, whenever Roman goes down, Paul Heyman goes down with him. Yeah, I mean, he could take a 1D. That'd be cool. From the Usos. That'd be cool. Yeah, he's taken an F5 and stuff before. So. <laughs> yeah, he has. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Did I screw up the order? Was this the end of the show, this segment? I don't know. Either <clears> way, it <throat> happened. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Anyways, doesn't matter. We got more matches. Uh, Fatal 4-Way here. AJ Styles, Santos Escobar, Butch, Grayson Waller. The winner will face uh, the winner of another Fatal 4-Way match, which will take place next week. And Yeah, so the two winners fight for a shot at the u.s title so uh yeah anyways match was fun uh butch with the big moonsault off the apron aj hits the phenomenal forearm sets up for the styles clash but then on the video screen we see live footage of carrying cross beating up the oc backstage uh so aj lets go of the styles clash and storms to the back and i'm like bro just hit the Styles Clash, get the pin. What's an extra five seconds, and then you're in the back helping. Him. <laughs> he's gotta go. He's gotta protect his brothers. You don't get it. Yeah. You don't get it. I you mean, don't it have brothers. They're fucking. It was two against one, and they still got beat. Bunch of losers. Anyways, yeah, what back in the ring, Grayson. Done? Anyways, go on. <laughs> Nothing. Grayson Waller hits the rolling stunner on Butch, but then Santos Escobar comes flying off the top rope with a splash and gets the pinfall. So. Big win for Escobar's. He will face the winner of next week's match. God, that and that might be the biggest match of his uh, his career here on the main roster. This uh, this opportunity. Yeah, I mean, short certainly. Of, yeah, I can't I can't think of anything bigger. Yeah, because he didn't actually wrestle at Backlash, did he? He was just kind of. No, he was he was a corner. part of. Yeah, he was just there. Yeah. So. Yeah, next week or whatever, we'll see. Uh, then there was a quick backstage thing. Bobby Lashley rolls up to the arena. We haven't seen him in a little while. And then the Street Profits greet him and get into the limo. And they drive off together. So this could be an interesting pairing here. A uh, new uh, version of the Hurt Business? Yeah, I was going to say a Hurt Business 2.0. I think that'd be cool for Street Profits. Kind of get them Yeah, and the, the definite, the better team also than uh, oh. <laughs> whoever the 100%. other fucking two were. Sean Benjamin and yeah. Cedric Alexander. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
So, uh, yeah, we'll see with that. But L.A. Knight comes out to a huge pop. They're chanting his name. He was easily, I'd say, the most over guy on this show. He's been... Even more than Jey Uso. He's been the most over for a little while now. Yeah, so it's awesome. He's cutting a promo, talking about how all, all of a sudden L.A. Knight is everywhere. Uh, everyone wants to use my name to get views. I'm the best decision this company ever made. And one thing I loved, in between sentences, the crowd would go, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, like, it, it's it's <laughs> like a yep. It's like the what chant, but in a positive way. It's, it's, it's like a supportive. good what. Yeah, hmm. so I'm hoping this catches on. And, I mean, it already has. <laughs> I love it. Can't wait to yeah when he yeah. comes to SmackDown next month. Uh, I, one can only imagine if he's on the if he's on this heater. Yeah, exactly. He's got to be there. There's a bunch of yeah signs in the crowd. It's all so awesome. Knight says he's coming for that U.S. title because whose game is it? And the whole crowd says L.A. Knight. So he's going to be in that. Uh, U.S. title, Fatal 4-Way, uh, next week. Yeah, you got to do the right thing. He's got to win. This guy is so over right now, just so good on the microphone. He's got to win. He's got to, especially like the U.S. title. Yeah, he, he, you know, he can, he can, that's a stepping stone to that championship. Yeah, and, you know, Theory, he's not really doing much with it, so. Although LA he's Knight. had uh, hundreds of days as champion here. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, nothing really other than the John Cena match. I don't really remember much about it, his title reign. No. Hmm. So, hopefully they do the right thing, but let's go to the main event. Asuka defends her WWE Women's Championship against Bianca Belair. Everything's going well. Uh, some of the other women were banned from ringside, so there could be no shenanigans, but then... Bailey and Io show up. They got a ticket so they can sit in the front row. Charlotte does the same. Uh, so as we, we continue the match, Bianca hits a KOD to Asuka on the announce table, which does not break. That's when Io and Asuka hop the barricade, so Charlotte jumps over as well, hits a big boot to Bailey. Uh, Io throws Charlotte into the ring post, and then she holds up her money in the bank briefcase, but then Charlotte goes for a spear. Io moves. Bianca gets hit. So that's the DQ. Bianca wins, but does not get the title. Uh, but we're not done. Io throws Asuka back in the ring, sets up for the moonsault as Bailey goes to hand the briefcase to the ref. But Asuka gets up, sprays Bailey with the mist. So she drops the capes. Oscar uh, runs off without getting cashed in on. All in all, a pretty great show, too. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, uh, you know, SmackDown's well, yeah. pretty good. Ed edgier Shotzi renewed her business. More LA Knight. Women's division closes it up. And we have the bloodline. This was a fucking... <laughs> more! Yeah. No, it's great. I mean, yeah, SmackDown's been the number one show for a while now, I'd say. Right? I think, well, I think the entire bloodline thing, I think that, that alone has done it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no, good episode. Yeah, all in all, it was a very good episode. So let's move ourselves over to the uh, the very next day, shall we? We're talking AW Collision live from Calgary, Alberta. 
We have uh, it was it was the uh, collision where the we're getting our culminations of many weeks of work in the Owen Hart tournament, as well as uh, yeah, bo- on both on both the men and the women's side. Yeah. Uh, oh, and there was Battle starting. of the Belts, but I, I I didn't watch Battle of the Belts because I you never have to watch Battle of the Belts, you know. Um. Yeah, it's not important. It never is. We can touch on a thing or two at the end, but uh, let's start Collision with a bang. FTR taking on Jay White and Juice Robinson. Two out of three falls match for the AEW Tag Titles. Coming off their great match from the week before. Uh, I think it's safe to say they took it even further. This match, this was the entire first half of the show. This was 58 minutes. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. And they, and you felt it. This was the roller coaster. This did not get into it until 10 minutes in. 10 minutes into this match was really when the match started going. That's when you kind of felt, okay, we're in this for the long haul. Yeah. Yeah, they slowly build their way up, but the crowd was there for the whole ride. Uh, they're hot. They're chanting FTR. We're getting great chain wrestling, submissions. Uh, eventually, Jay White hits the switchblade to get the pinfall, so Bullet Club Gold are up one to nothing. Uh, so Dax tags in. Uh, he starts going on a roll. FTR, they hit the uh, the Briscoe Brothers old finisher, the Redneck Boogie. Where it's like a razor's edge into a neck breaker. Great looking move, but Jay White kicks out. He's kicking out of everything. The crowd's stunned. FTR's stunned. Uh, yeah, so we're getting halfway through the match. Still only one fall. FTR, they go for the power and glory. Their superplex frog splash combo, but White gets the knees up. Juice hits a frog splash. He gets a two count. Uh, crowd's loving everything. Chanting AEW. FTR say, fuck this. They go a they do a uh yeah they finally hit the shadow machine to get their first fall so we're tied one to one and then uh yeah at one point dax and uh jay they they fight out to the floor they both land on the concrete the doctors come check on them but we continue uh we get all four men back in the ring everyone's battered and bruised they square off the crowd's going nuts standing on their feet uh Jay White applies the sharpshooter to get a bunch of booze here in the hometown of Bret Hart. Uh, but Dax is able to make it to the ropes. And then soon after that, both Dax and Cash are able to apply a sharpshooter. At the same time, Bullet Club Gold are trapped. Uh, but then FTR, they just kind of fell and let go of the submission at the same time. I don't know what happened there. It looked weird to me. Was it, was it supposed but, to be one of those like ultimate shows of sportsmanship? I don't know. Commentary. Like, Excalibur was like, oh, the exhaustion. We're just, winning this. We're winning this the old fashioned way or something. Yeah. Either way, didn't really matter. Uh, a bit later, Dax gets Juice in the sharpshooter once again, and Juice taps out. FTR win. Two to one. Retain their tag titles. And yeah, I'm going to say it. Five star match. Wow. From Mike himself. Did you know that? Uh, did you know that you gave so many matches five stars, even in recorded history of this podcast? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, now that we've started tracking them, <laughs> now that there's been a point to actually follow, uh, yeah, I'll jump. I'll jump right there with you. The Canadian faithful, 
there was a moment where, uh, yeah, I guess it was the fucking sharpshooter at the end. Crowd going nuts. Uh, love yeah. to, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. 58 minutes, 10 seconds. Just the crowd was there every step of the way. It was like that's super long hot. for a professional wrestling match. Just in general, 58 minutes. That's pretty long. <clears throat> I mean, especially a tag match. I feel like we never see that. I mean, we've seen Brian go an hour a couple times, but mm-hmm. the tag matches usually cap out around 30. And yeah, 35. I mean, this is, yeah. So, uh, I mean, we've seen some amazing tag matches in AEW, so it's hard to say where this place is, but I'd say top, top five, top three, probably. Best tag um, matches. Well, yeah, uh, Bucks. Lucha Bros and the Escalada de la Muerte. How can you forget? Yeah. Uh, Kenny. Hangman. Yeah, the Kenny Hangman box match. The yeah. kick out at one. Kenny's the kick out at one. We've said this before. Anyways, that's well, that's on dynamite. <laughs> this is collision. The home of Bullet Club Gold. The home of FTR. God damn it. This is the home of CM Punk. <laughs> uh, yes, it is, but... Um, yeah, either way, amazing match. I think Dave Meltzer said it was the best TV tag match he's ever seen in American wow. history. And it, it so was Canadian history. Years, but, well, that too. Will he give it five stars? <laughs> I would think he probably would. Because that would make th- this match the second best match on Canadian soil ever. Wow, just breaking records on this little <laughs> fucking tour. Yeah, it's wow. been a lot of fun. Uh, so let's wrap up this women's Owen Hart Cup final match here. Ruby Soho taking on Willow Nightingale. Uh, crowd's all rooting for Willow. She's got the strength advantage. She's working over Ruby. Uh, but Ruby counters, hits the no future kick, her finishing move, but Willow's able to kick out. So Ruby tells the ref, the turnbuckle pad's loose. So while Aubrey goes and checks on it, Ruby pulls out the spray can. Tries to spray Willow, but she ducks, hits Ruby with the pounce, which sends the can flying. And then Willow hits the sit-out gut-wrench powerbomb, and that gives Willow the three. So she has won the Owen Hart tournament. Congratulations, Willow. On the fucking roll. The fans love the uh, the theme. Use the theme. <laughs> She's yeah. got fun She's dancing music. She's lovable. Yeah. Nice. You know, that's that's all you need from a baby face. She's fun. She's energetic. Crowd likes her. Great. Uh, Fantastic. So easy. Yeah. So she gets the big confetti. She grabs the trophy. And that was that. That was that. Next up, uh, Malachi Black and Brody King took on a couple... I, I didn't even... I, I don't know what their names yeah. were. Yeah. Just Jobber 1 and Jobber 2. Great. And... Yeah, just easy win for House of Black. Afterwards, Andrade comes out to stare down Malachi. Uh, or no, he came. I don't know. doesn't matter. Either way. Let's just move on yep. to the final match of the card. You got CM Punk facing Ricky Starks in the men's Owen Hart tournament final. Uh, CM Punk getting booed pretty heavy. Still some chance for his name, but... Uh, yeah, overall, this was more closer to Toronto than it was the Saskatoon crowd. I yeah, think. it's yeah, you're right. It, it felt a little more booze. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there was dueling chance. 
let's go Ricky, let's go Punk, all that stuff. Uh, but, you know, nothing was going to touch that tag title match from earlier. So this was still fine. But, uh, yeah, only so much you can do. Uh, yeah, so anyways, Punk hits a big leaping pile driver, which was Bret Hart's original finishing move. Makes the cover. Ricky kicks out. Punk goes for the GTS. Ricky gets out of that, hits the spear, but Punk rolls to the floor so he can't make the pin. Ricky throws him back in, goes for another spear, but this time Punk counters into a guillotine. Uh, But Ricky's just able to get out. Uh, So, yeah, a bit later, Punk goes for top rope. Hurricane Rana. Ricky rolls through it into a pin. Punk counters into another pin. Ricky counters back into his own pin, and this time he reaches out, puts his hand, holds the ropes, gets the three count. Ref doesn't see it. Uh, so Ricky Starks has won the Owen Hart tournament. Well, a little, uh, a little greasy. Yeah, a little bit of cheating there at the end, but uh, I guess I don't it, think it, f- it gives Punk the the reason to be salty. Yeah, I mean he doesn't need any reasons to be salty, but. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll hear about this. But, uh, yeah, the crowd doesn't care. I'm happy that Ricky won, and so is everyone else. So the streamers shoot down. We celebrate. He grabs the trophy. Or, no, we go off the air before you can even grab the trophy, uh, which was, yeah. So they did, right at the beginning of Battle of the Belts, they actually had uh, Jushin Thunder Liger came out to present the Owen Hart mm-hmm. trophy. But Ricky just kind of walks up, rudely snatches it right out of his hands and walks away, leaving Liger hanging on the handshake. So between this and the grabbing the ropes, Ricky almost acting pretty heelish here. And why Jushin Thunder Liger? Um, I mean, I, I think him and Owen had some some matches back in the day. Okay. They, 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 yeah, that, that, I that's mean, fine. I just I, I just wanted to know. It's just, yeah, it's weird that he's kind of just such a nothing spot. For, Especially because, you know, like, he legend. retired from wrestling. He, like, he retired from professional wrestling, and then I haven't seen him since that fucking yeah. Wrestle Kingdom match. Yeah, the whole thing was a bit weird. Uh, just kind of thrown in there, but. Oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, one other thing to mention from uh, Battle of the Belts, Orange Cassidy successfully defended his international title once again which allow uh, with yeah he has now set the record for most successful title defenses in AEW wow with 26 so he passes Jade Cargill in half the amount of time in half the amount of time god is is Cassie going to get to the full year he better <laughs> i don't know all depends what happens at all in i think yeah unfortunately i feel like that's the time to put it on somebody else yeah but uh so anyways that was that Mm -hmm. we did have the official presentation with martha hart later where she gave them their actual owen hart belts so uh yeah but other than that no titles ever change on battle of the belts no never have and never will so let's make our way through the rest of the weekend and uh give you one more show here oh how about Monday Night Raw? Let's get raw. Let's get raw. Live 
from Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, my God. You know what that means. It's going to be extra Cody this week. <laughs> That's right. That's how we start the show. Ah. Cody comes out. <laughs> Big chance, as you said, his home of Atlanta. Uh, he knows what he wants to talk about. Don't even bother asking. He talks about Brock and demands that he show up to accept his challenge for SummerSlam. Uh, Brock does not come out, so Cody moves on, points out his mother sitting in the front row, gets a little emotional, talking about how she was actually the one that turned him into a fighter. Uh, then he borrows a line from his father, saying his thing with Brock is about two words, hard times, uh, referencing Dusty's classic promo. And yeah, Cody wraps things up, goes over, hugs his mom. That's when Lesnar's music hits. Cody waits on the ramp for him, but he doesn't show up. So Cody storms into the back, but then this chair comes flying out. Brock's there. He's beating up Cody. Hits an F5 onto the floor right in front of Cody's mom. And then he locks him in the Kimura lock on that freshly healed broken arm. Uh, and then just some more chair shots. So lots of heat for Lesnar as he leaves. God, that steel brace can't take any more abuse. Yeah, he wasn't even wearing it. They might have to put it back on. Yeah, they might have to. Uh, then we got Matt Riddle taking on Gunther. Just a hard-hitting match. Uh, you know, Riddle, though, he can give it. He can give it as well as Gunther. and Hits a series of stiff knee strikes for a big near fall. Goes for the floating bro, but Gunther gets the knees up and then hits the power bomb. so Gunther gets the win. Yeah. As he should. Matt Riddle, not look. I was going to say, not looking too good, though, I think, lately for me. I don't know. Since yeah, I mean, return. since. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're still being a, careful with him. They want to, you know, show us you can stay stay out of trouble for a little while before we put too much faith in you again. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, we go backstage. Liv and Raquel are getting interviewed. They're going to be defending their tag titles tonight when Rhea Ripley appears, beats them both up, and injures Raquel's knee. So she has to go get checked out by a doctor. God, not this again. <laughs> uh, then the Judgment Day all come out to the ring, talking about how they're stronger than ever. Dominic getting tons of booze, as usual. But they all promise to be champions soon. That's when Sammy and Owens interrupt, ask the crowd if they paid to see Dominic talk or to see someone shut him up. Priest says, how about you two defend those tag titles tonight? Sammy and Owen say, you got it. It's as easy as that. Dominic getting the nuclear level, too. Yeah. Anytime he tries to even talk, it's it's great. It's part of the final, almost. Uh, yeah. Let's go to that women's tag title match. Raquel Rodriguez, Liv Morgan, taking on Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. So Raquel comes limping out with that injured knee, but uh, she's going to tough it out. She does all right, but of course, that's an easy target there. So Sonya just wrenches away on that leg. Uh, Liv gets the hot tag, hits the oblivion on Chelsea, but Sonya breaks up the pin with a huge V-trigger style knee. Sonya... Does a real good V-trigger. Just like her old best friend, Mandy Rose, you know? Yeah, well, that's probably why. It's the, uh, it's the... Maybe it's a tribute. The tri it's the tribute, exactly. Yeah. So, Sonya takes out Raquel on the floor. 
Back in the ring, Chelsea hits Liv with Unprettier, but Liv kicks out. So Sonya tags in. Chelsea hits another Unprettier. And then Sonya hits a V-trigger, makes the cover, gets the three. Wow. So new tag champs. Raquel yeah, just can't hold on to these fucking things. <laughs> no, another another short reign, but, uh, you know, happy for Sonya, her first ever title after like five years in WWE. So And, and probably Chelsea Green's too, right? Yeah, she hasn't been in here as long, but uh, yeah, good for both of them. You know, they've been teaming up for a couple months now, so hopefully... I mean, we say this every time a new team wins. Hopefully they can <laughs> boost this division. Yeah, I'd like it if they had a name of some kind, <laughs> you know, like a team name. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We have to work on that one. The Goons. <laughs> uh, we get a sit-down interview with Seth Rollins. Starts talking about all his potential challengers for SummerSlam. Finn Balor crashes the interview. He wants a rematch of that title. Seth tells him to stop living in the past. Uh, you want to settle the score? Let's do it right now. Finn just laughs and walks off. But then he rushes back, nails Rollins with the chair, leaves him laid out. As we possibly build something towards SummerSlam here. Number two? Um, Of this year? Yeah. This will be like the third or fourth time they fight. No, I'm, yeah, oh, uh, at the pay-per-view? Oh, I guess for the championship they did. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming up. Wow. Anyways. Rivalry yeah. of the year, possibly. Uh, then after that, we got Alpha Academy taking on the Viking Raiders in a Viking rules match. So there's no DQ, no count out, false count anywhere. We got a bunch of Viking stuff all around the ring. S uh, it's kind of like in a symphony of destruction when they put like random instruments around the <laughs> ring just for Braun Strowman to do a bunch of power slams. Yeah, but for this, we got a bunch of like wooden shields and a fucking a ship, the front of a boat just attached to the ring there. The stern. So, yeah, that's fun. Uh, but the match, I mean, ended up being pretty good. Ivar goes for a springboard crossbody. Otis catches him midair, slams him down. Big pop for that. And then another big spot. Ivar hits a moonsault onto Otis. Normally everyone moves out of the way, but Otis actually took it. Uh, well, yeah, I got, he's probably one of the only guys in the roster who could. <laughs> yeah, so Ivar hits the moonsault, makes the cover, but then Gable comes in with a moonsault of his own onto Ivar. And then he deadlifts Ivar up for a massive German suplex. Great strength from Gable. Uh, but then Valhalla jumps up, attacks Gable, so Maxine hits her with a crossbody. Crowd loves that. Gable pulls out the varsity jacket. Maxine puts it on, but, you know, all this distraction allows Valhalla to just get back up and spear Maxine through a table in the corner. Then Gable gets thrown headfirst into a shield, breaks it in half. So now both the Viking Raiders are against Otis. But, you know, he fends them off. He hits a choke slam into a power bomb, and then... Hits the worm. And yeah, again, the crowd is just loving this match. Otis climbs the ropes, but Valhalla slaps him in the face. Viking Raiders pick up Otis, hit a double power bomb to get the win. But I mean, it's fun seeing how much Alpha Academy have gotten over, all three of them. They have. And being put in a Viking match, 
is immediately going to put you at a disadvantage when you're taking on the Viking Raiders. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's their, it's their flavor. So I uh, couldn't get the job done this week, but yeah, you know, they're getting consistent TV time, so that's good. Yeah, I guess. And Valhalla, a yeah, former I mean, we, Rumble she... runner-up. <laughs> yeah, one of the weirdest stats. But uh, anyways, that was that. Let's move on to Shayna Baszler versus Nikki Cross. Nikki comes out swinging. Shayna quickly gets her in the Kirafuda clutch. Nikki taps out. And then Ronda appears in a balcony up above the crowd. Just starts cutting a promo. Says, you built yourself up on the Indies step by step. Well, I made my own path through the Olympics and with the UFC. And I forced my way in here. Well, you're just a knockoff of me. Shayna says, talk is cheap in this ring. I'm better than you, so come get some. Ronda says, no, you come here. So Shayna says, all right. and Jumps the barricade, but security stops her. Ronda says she'll do something for Shayna that's never happened before. Getting booked on SummerSlam. See you there, bitch. The blow-off match. Wow. What will be one of the most hotly anticipated matches of SummerSlam, I can only imagine. Um, <laughs> it'll be a anticipated match, but not <laughs> a the un. <laughs> I think it'll be good though. It'll probably be Ronda's best match in a while, because at least there's some story and heat. Behind At least, it. yeah, story. That's the big part. Yeah. Uh, the Miz comes out from Miz TV, brings out his guest, the lovely Becky Lynch, and Miz just talks about the string of losses she's had lately and. Becky's not having none of his shit. Not going to be disrespected. She just starts grabbing chairs, throwing them out of the ring. Yells at Miz right in his face. Backs him up against the ropes. Uh, and then demands that Trish and Zoe come out. They oblige. Becky wants a rematch. But they say, nah, we both already beat you. And Becky says, if you really want to be the GOAT, then you'll fight me, Trish. And Trish finally snaps, accepts the match on one condition. First, she's got to fight Zoe. And if she loses... She's got to get a tattoo on her chest that says, thank you, Trish. Wow. No, that's a pretty big, that's a pretty bold first tattoo. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Uh, but Becky says deal. And then the heels attack her, but Becky's able to fight them off. She takes off Trish's protective face mask, punches her in the face. So Becky's able to stand tall. Wow. And... I don't think she'll be getting that tattoo. Oh, well, let's hope, let's hope so. <laughs> but, you know, there's people. CM Punk was willing to let Jericho tattoo his initials on him for an angle. But did did it did it happen? No, Vince turned it down. He was he was ready to do it, but then when he found out people bleed when they get tattoos, he's like, "Oh, no blood, no blood." Oh, it was going to be tattooed <laughs> live on TV. Yeah, like he was going to beat up Punk and then Tattoo him. Tattoo CJ onto him. Chris Jericho would have tattooed CM Punk. That would have been hilarious. Yeah. And obviously Punk could just get it covered up and turn it into something else later. Or keep it. Would have been fun for an angle. Yeah. But yeah. Vince is like, no blood! Even though there's only like a couple specks of blood. Yeah, and the camera would have to fucking zoom in all the way (laughs) in 4K. Yeah. Someone got their tongue pierced live once during a match. Ooh. On purpose? Yeah, on, pur- on purpose? Yeah. Matt Bloom, the former Prince Albert, 
was his name. Okay. <laughs> him and his partner draws after they beat a guy. They like grabbed him and one guy clamped the metal thing on. The other one stuck the thing through the tongue and hmm. they pierced the guy's tongue live. Interesting. That sounds insane. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, our next match, Shinsuke Nakamura takes on Bronson Reed. Uh, Bronson hits a big shoulder tackle off the apron onto the floor, and then a big Death Valley driver. But Nakamura kicks out, goes for the kid Sasha, but Bronson counters with a crossbody. That's when Ciampa runs in, attacks Bronson, causes the DQ. But he's just getting some revenge because Bronson, uh, you know, interfered in his match against The Miz the other week. But Nakamura's pissed, kicks Ciampa down. Uh, and then afterwards, Nakamura's interviewed backstage. He's tired of everyone getting involved in his business. He's pissed. Well, it was kind of nice to see a bit of an edge from Nakamura there. A little bit. Yeah, he's usually the, uh, the, 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 the silent type, the strong silent type. Yeah. So, hmm. main event, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens defending those undisputed tag titles against Damian Priest and Dominic. Uh, right before the match, Seth runs out, hits a suicide dive to Balor on the floor. They both brawl into the back. So, that's one less thing for Sami and Owens to worry about. Uh, then, yeah, just a good back and forth match. Crowd's hot. Lots of Dom, you suck chants and cheers every time he gets hit. Uh, yeah, Owens goes for a swanton. Priest gets the knees up, tags in Dirty Dom, who hits the frog splash, makes the cover, but Sammy breaks up the pin just in time. Then Owens hits the pop-up powerbomb on Dominic, but Priest breaks up the pin. Crowd's chanting, this is awesome. Uh, and then Priest hits a big Hurricane Rana to Sammy off the top rope. Later on the match, Rhea jumps on the apron to interfere, but that's when Liv Morgan comes running out. Attacks Rhea, getting some revenge for what she did earlier. Uh, so, yeah, so now Rhea's taken care of back in the ring. KO hits a stunner. Sammy hits the Huluva kick. And that gets the three count. So, Sammy and Owens retain. It's funny that Rhea Ripley has been champion for over well over 100 days now. But not really having, a, without actually having a, 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 a feud or a competitor, but she's remained active and on television and super hot. Being champion, yeah. not doing anything with the championship, and I still feel like she's the dominant force, even though she's her only test was against Zelina Vega. And Natalia. Oh, Okay. But I mean that's not a test. Yeah, that's no. hardly that, that's <laughs> but, a rite of passage. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean this Liv Morgan that could be her first real challenger. We got the story of Raquel getting injured and costing her the tag titles. So mm -hmm. I feel like she'll fight Liv, beat her, and then maybe Raquel gets the SummerSlam match or something. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a that'd be a big one. That was the, that was the match that I saw at a at a live event uh, here in the city. There you, so go. there you go. That was probably them practicing so. they were getting a practice in <laughs> uh that was the entirety of raw like we said hot crowd cody Rhodes, atlanta so it all makes sense it was a good episode of raw and probably about time that we take a break yeah take a break come back with all the action over on nxt of course we're talking blood and guts a little bit later so stick around let's shoot. Yeah, 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 let's shoot.
with the second half of the show, folks. Thanks for sticking out through the break. All of our summer, all of our SummerSlam build is over for the week. Our chatting of it, God, we're just <laughs> built, always building to something. And this week, we're building towards the Great American Bash. We're talking NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT. Watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. We are. Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams come out. Talk about the Great American Bash. Carmelo's going to defend his title against Ilya Dragunov. So he comes out. They draw back and forth for a while. Uh, basically, you know, bring your best. That's what they're saying to each other. Uh, my big takeaway was Dragonov started growing out his facial hair a little bit. It was a little uh, kind of, it was mostly mustache to under chin kind of thing. Yeah, like a soul patch. Yes, uh, it was lightly colored. Yeah, a little gingerish, reddish looking thing. Yeah. I don't know. Definitely didn't look like his. Doesn't he have a blonde hair on his head? I guess he bleaches it, but <laughs> yeah, who, you never know. Anyways. Some people have two different kind of shapes and colors. Yeah. Either way, yeah. Uh, we got a quick clip of Stacks picking up Tony D'Angelo from jail. Like we, like I saw. I told you this last week, Mike. Like we're getting the scene. Well, we didn't quite get the security <laughs> yeah. guard, you know, counting the things that he was brought in with was like one wallet. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we got the gist of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we go to Nathan Fraser and Dragon Lee taking on Umberto Carrillo, Angel Garza. Two free agents, so they're allowed to be here. But right? not that it matters because guys like Seth Rollins and Judgment Day are here as well. So doesn't matter. Uh cruiserweight style match lots of high flying lucha moves uh nice moonsault uh yeah dragon lee though he fights back hits a big sit out power bomb gets a near fall crowd's loving it chanting this is awesome and then lee hits some kind of a head scissors into a reverse ddt gets the win for him and fraser big win to kick it off Los Lotharios. Yeah. Dra- <clears throat> Dragon Lee getting a lot of losses, although I feel like he's pretty good. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. No, he is He is a good wrestler, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, still, still kind of working his way up the ladder a bit. A bit weird. Uh, Baron Corbin goes into the woods to meet this hooded figure. Lowers his hood, reveals his face. It's another Corbin. So I don't know what's going on here. Oh, God. Is this, is this going to be a Bray Wyatt, Baron Corbin type thing? <laughs> type type spooky? I don't know. I don't know. I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> <clears throat> Gigi Dolan takes on Kiana James. Crowd's all rooting for Gigi. They go back and forth. Kiana reaches for her loaded purse, but Gigi grabs it, and then she's ready to use it, but the referee snatches it away. Gigi takes it back. All of this allows Kiana to run in, hit the 401k, and as she does it, smashes Gigi's head onto the bag on the way down. That gives Kiana James the big win. Wow, Gigi Dolan. Can't quite make a string of them lately. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. 
We got another tag match. Axiom and Scripps taking on Bronco Nima and Lucian Prince. Price, I mean. Price. Yeah. So, uh, new team making their debut. Two big dudes. They're in control. Uh, Scripps looks for a tag, but Axiom's not even paying attention. He was just looking into the crowd for some reason before noticing and finally tagging in, but Scripps didn't appreciate this, so he clubs Axiom from behind, which allows Price and Nima to double-team him, and they hit their finisher, this big clothesline in the corner, followed by a big boot, and that gives the new guys the win. Gosh, Scripps dropping the ball again. <laughs> yeah, he, he can't make up his mind on who he is, what he is. What he so. does. Yeah, he's just a nuisance. God, God damn it! And mm -hmm. uh, and Axiom too, losing to losing to the new boys. Yeah, Axiom, he's one of those guys, you know. He's uh, always like on the lead. edge. Doesn't, yeah, you know he's in some big matches here and there, but never gets the big win. But anyways. Uh, back in the ring, Stax is here with a whole bunch of relatives of the D'Angelo family. Uh, talks about things, you know, they were looking rough the last few months with Tony getting pinched, but he won back his freedom. We welcome out the Don himself. Tony comes out, thanks Stax for following through on the master plan where they tricked Gallus. And we see some video footage of them scheming the whole thing together. And Gallus comes out, calls them both scum. And Tony, with a line from Goodfellas, tells Gallus to go get their shine box. Shine those titles up real nice, because we're taking them at Great American Bash. Oh, what's the shine box? I, I didn't catch that. Oh, it's that scene from Goodfellas with, uh, you know, guys insulting Joe Pesci, because he used to be a shoe shine. And oh, in the restaurant? Run home and get the shine box. Yeah. Oh. And they kill him. Yeah, just a small reference, but... Uh, so anyways, Gallus, they enter the ring, they pull out a billy club, but then all the members of the D'Angelo family pull out crowbars at once, so it's like 10 versus 3, Gallus, they got no chance, they get taken out, one of them gets slammed through a table of provolone. <laughs> Exclusively provolone. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that looks like your Great American Bash title match. Yeah, that'll be good. Ride them while they're hot. Yeah. You know, Tony D stacks. I think it's time. Mm. Time to get them some gold. Okay. <clears throat> After that, Thea Hale takes on Electra Lopez. Lopez got the size advantage, tossing Thea around. Lifts her up for a choke bomb, but Thea counters into the Kimura lock. Lopez taps out. So Thea's looking strong here with the win. She grabs the microphone, demands a rematch with Tiffany. Since she tapped her out last time, even though the ref didn't see it. Duke, he gets the crowd to all chant for rematch. So Tiffany Stratton comes out to respond. Crowd chants, you tapped out. She says, ah, oh, cool, you learned one move. I'll take you on in a rematch. and It'll be the easiest title defense ever. And then Thea demands it be a submission match. Ooh. Tiffany says... Tiffany says you don't get to make demands, but then Thea grabs her, puts in the Kimura lock, and forces Tiffany to agree to the step. God. The bash, baby. Yeah. I'm sure Tiffany's got uh, some secret moves she's been waiting to pull out for this submission match. 
No, you think so? The, the big submission that uh, we just haven't seen yet? Yeah, I mean, she's got to. She's going to need something for this one because I don't think she's going to lose. But we'll see. Okay. Uh, backstage, Dominic and Rhea are getting ready because Dominic's got a North American title match in a bit. Tony D walks up, says, hey, Dom. Benny from the yard says hi. Uh, so was Tony being friendly here or was he fucking with Tom? I don't know. I couldn't quite tell. What do you think? But I don't know. But And then Rhea calls over Lyra Valkyria. Says, you know, she starts giving her a bit of a pep talk. Like, you got to step up. Prove yourself. And almost seems like Rhea's mentoring her a little bit. Well, yeah, why else would you be down there in NXT, right? Your old stomping grounds. It's kind of like showing up. It's like showing up to your high school after you graduated. <laughs> I mean, she's here to support Dominic. He's of got of course, tonight. of course, he does. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, next match, Oro Mensa takes on Eddie Thorpe. You know, it was fine, but I don't care about either of these guys, really. Uh, no. Dijak shows up, knocks out Thorpe. Ref doesn't see it. So Mensa hits the spinning heel kick, gets the win. But Not much to yeah. it. Yeah, nothing here. But let's go to the big main event match. Wes Lee defending his North American title against Dirty Dom. Big heat for Dom as always. Dirty. Dirty Dom. Uh, yeah. But, you know, this crowd it was actually pretty split. There was some support. There was well, there's dueling the, chance. There's the general level of excitement of seeing somebody from the main roster. That's, <laughs> that is a general level of excitement. And I think we're getting to the point now where people are going to appreciate how good of a heel he actually is and get excited to see him. Okay, you, know, you know, he, he can become the, the next Miz. <laughs> well, that too, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, yeah, crowd chants, Dom's not ready. Yes, he is. And uh, he hits the 619, followed by a Michinoku driver, but Lee kicks out. So Dom goes for a frog splash. Lee moves. Uh, then Wes hits the spiral tap off the top rope. Goes for the pin, but then Finn Balor appears, jumps on the apron. So the ref's dealing with him, which allows Damian Priest to slide in. He's got the North American title. Takes a swing, but Lee ducks, hits him with the cardiac kick. But then on the other side of the ring, Rio jumps up, smashes Leah, smashes Lee in the head with the woman's title. Ref doesn't see this. Dominic makes the cover, gets the one, two, three. New North American champion. Wow. Dominic. And wow. Well, well the, now the second main roster person to hold in NXT, the, that North American championship. So is Koa. And Dominic. Yeah, but I think they'll let Dominic keep this for at least a couple of weeks because yeah, you know this was all pre-planned and sanctioned. No, no, no funny business. There is yeah, there's no funny uh, business. But uh, big reaction for the win. Some fans were cheering. Others were. It just was a shocked. definite. It was the, it was a double hands on head moment. Yeah, hands for, on head, uh, mouth that wide was open. A lot, yeah, mouth agape. That was mostly <laughs> what we saw in the crowd. Yeah, the camera there was just some cheer to all these people. Yeah, of course there was. Yeah, I, I cheered. I was happy. Big win for Dom. Shocking. He's earned it. Shocking moment. Yeah, he's earned it. Judgment Day. They all celebrate together. They're all so happy. 
for Dominic. And that ends Wesley's record-setting North American title reign at 270 days. Damn. Who's uh? You know, it was a good run. Who, who's second in that reign? Is it Velveteen uh, Dream? I think it's Velveteen. Yeah. Hmm. I think it is. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. But anyways. Anyways. What a surprising That's how ending. we end NXT. Yeah, I can't wait to see the uh, the championship on the main roster and then him, him be boasting that. Because really, we're a Finn Balor away right now from everybody having an accessory. And I say accessory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the briefcase. I mean, that's yeah, that counts as something. Not quite a title, but it's certainly of course something, it counts so. as something. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I would like to see it. I'd like to see them all with something. Imagine, well, just all holding something. I don't care what it is. Just <laughs> hold it. That was the entirety of NXT. So let's move on over to the next night special edition of Dynamite: Blood and Guts. AEW, all elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. We, we remember what this is, folks. It's war games, but we can't call it war games. And there's no <laughs> regal even to say blood and guts <laughs> or how, however yeah. he would have said it last year. Uh, but, but the match uh, or the show opens up with this FTW championship match. Hook defending yeah. against Jack Perry. Jungle Boy is no more. Yeah, so at first... His music hits, uh, the crowd's singing a bit, but then we cut to a video of him in the desert digging a grave, burying someone, I guess, symbolically, that's him burying the Jungle Boy persona. Um, and then he comes out to some classical music, Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, Symphony, which was a lot of fun. And, Always and, a big pro- fan and, and probably royalty free. Yeah. Just da 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 Yeah. It's but, cool. Uh, yeah, and the announcer is just calling him Jack Perry now. So, yeah, that's what he is. We and so we, hook first. We knew this time would come. Yeah, exactly. Jr. has been prepping us for this for years. J- thank, thank you, Jim Ross. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, made it everything smooth. Smooth transition. Uh, so that's the match. Hook versus Jack. FTW title. Uh, Jack showing a bit more of an aggressive side here. Hook with a nice T-bone suplex off the apron. Uh, Jack hits a draping DDT off the apron to the floor. So, a bunch of big moves. Uh, Hook goes for a German suplex. Jack grabs the ref and then kicks Hook in the balls while the ref can't see it. Hits the running elbow to the back of Hook's head. Makes the cover, but Hook kicks out. But then a little bit later, we get a ref bump. So, the ref's down. Jack takes advantage nails hook in the head with the ftw title makes the pin ref crawls over counts to three so jack perry new ftw champion and new what is this now the first non-team taz associated uh person (laughs) to be the ftw champion yeah and with that hook suffers his first loss ever in AEW. oh i guess that that's even bigger news 34 and 1 is where he's at. Well, that's nowhere near uh, Jade Cargill. Uh, no, but it was close. Has you know, Jade wrestled more than halfway. since she lost? I don't think so. Not that I can remember. Not that I can remember. So a couple months off. Yeah, I don't know. 
uh, Jericho and Don Callis have a little secret meeting, but the cameraman gets spotted and kicked out. So still something going on between them. We don't know. Oh, you know, there's a couple of good Canadian kids from Winnipeg. <laughs> Adam Cole and MJF go to a restaurant to conquer MJF's fear of spicy food, I guess. So eating a bunch of stuff. They wash down their drinks. Uh, the ref or the waiter tells them that was 100% alcohol. Which, now, does he literally mean 100% alcohol? Because that would kill a man. 40, 40 proof? <laughs> to drink a whole glass. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I've definitely Either heard way, of 40% alcohol. That's, uh, that's... Oh, of course, 40%. I mean, I've even seen 80% alcohol, but 100%. <laughs> like, that's, that's moonshine, that's... is it not? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they can serve it to you at a restaurant, though. Not but. legally allowed. Anyway, so they're getting trashed. MJF starts reminiscing about last week when he slammed the 600-pound Big Bill in front of 99,000 people at the Calgary Silver Dome. And, uh, then at the end, they had a double clothesline on the waiter, which is kind of funny. That As the chumminess is becoming more apparent... Yeah, a real kinship between these two. <laughs> a real brotherhood. Uh, Britt Baker takes on Kayla Sparks. Quick, easy win for Baker with the lockjaw. Yeah, against local... Really yeah, someone. Yeah, I guess that, that was really it for your woman on this show. That was it. Well, because, yeah, the entire second half of the show is uh, the entire main event Blood and Guts match. Yes, but uh, one more match before that. We got Sammy Guevara, Daniel Garcia taking on MJF and Adam Cole. Bay-bay. In this bay-bay, this blind tag tournament final match. Uh, so the winner gets a shot at the tag belts. MJF and Cole come out with matching trunks and jackets. And a hybrid version of their team Of theme the song, theme so. song. Hey, this, wow, this was looking... Great, Mike. What have I always said about tag teams? They need to have an entrance <laughs> together. And you know what? This is the first ever slop together tag team that has a full entrance, a full routine. <clears throat> yeah, and their their songs actually meshed well together. So it was it was fun and uh, a bit of a weird start. They before they even ring the bell, we had this dance off between everyone. Uh, well, first the three guys, and then Adam Cole's just kind of watching in disbelief. But then he finally steps up and starts doing some corny white man dancing, just thrusting his hips around wildly. And finally, uh, Sammy and Danny attack him when we start the actual match. But uh, crowd's just loving everything that Cole and Max do together. And they're still hyping up that double clothesline all match. They go for it, but Sammy ducks, hits it with a double Spanish fly. Uh, then a bit later, Cole, he's trying to convince Max to do a dive to the floor. Something he always teases, but he never does. MJF's super nervous, but Cole just hypes him up, holds the ropes open for him, and he actually does it. MJF with the big suicide dive. He's even shocked at himself, and the crowd <gasps> chants, holy shit. <laughs> and Jericho, he was like, that's the most the crowd's reacted for a suicide dive since 1992. Uh... And then back in the ring, Cole hits the Panama Sunrise, tags in Max, and then they finally hit the double clothesline. The crowd pops big. 
Max makes the cover, gets the one, two, three. So big win for Cole and MJF. They earn a tag title shot. They earn they earn it the title shot. Uh, looking as maybe one of the strongest, most tag or strongest kind of teams that we've seen ever. Yeah. I have never I mean, seen two were. people more on the same page than <laughs> MJF and Adam Cole. Yeah, I mean it's going well. Everyone's having fun, but then uh, there's a brief moment. You know, Cole grabs a to the AEW World Title. Goes to hand it to MJF, but he kind of looks at it for a second. So MJF snatches it away and says, what the hell are you doing? And shoves Cole. Cole's just like, no, man, I'm just handing it to you. Trust me. And the crowd chants, hug it out. So they hug. Uh, then FTR come out for a quick face-to-face. That yeah. was it. Yeah, I but can't wait. And the then first... that's a match we're going to get sometime soon. Yeah, but that first, that small seed of doubt has been planted. Max shoving Cole there for a second, getting mad at him. Just for a second. Well, yeah, because he was coming after the triple B. He was just handing it to him, you know. Just, uh, he's never held it up close before. Yeah, but you. Yeah, him. but Fro. But fucking Gollum never handed Frodo the ring, you know. Or is it the other way around? I can't remember what I'm thinking of. Uh, wait. Gollum's an asshole. Exactly. Um. Frodo never gave Gollum the ring like that. He's like, sorry, it's yours. No, but, you know, Frodo and Sam, they would have passed it back and forth, right? No, uh, I can't carry the ring, but I can carry you, Mr. Frodo. That's why he, like, puts him on his back and goes the rest of the way. (laughs) Well, either way, we'll find out the next chapter of that. Okay. Another week. But let's go to the match we're all here for, the official Blood and Guts match. Two rings, two cages, all attached with roofs on top. Uh, so the rules are we start with two men in the ring. They fight for five minutes. Someone else comes out, and then every three minutes, a new guy enters the cage. Uh, we officially don't start the match until all ten men are inside, and you can only win by submission or surrender. Or surrender. Very important. Uh, Which is, yeah. So this is it. The Blackpool Combat Club versus the Golden Elite. We start with Kenny and Claudio. Just some regular wrestling until five minutes pass. And then Pac comes out. Uh, His first match in over seven months. Since? No. Since the... uh, That's what they told me. Seven months? Since the trios. Yeah, that has been seven months. That was like January. Yeah, that was like Was that in January? No way. Yeah. Wow. Time flies. <laughs> it really does. So, anyways, they double-team Kenny. Hangman comes out next, and then we get Moxley. Mox comes in with a fork, just starts stabbing guys in the head. Then he pulls out a bucket of broken glass. Uh, Nick Jackson comes in, drop kicks Moxley onto the glass. Uh, then Claudio gets flipped on the glass. Everyone, but everyone got flipped onto this glass. All yeah, the, the the, <laughs> and then and, and, <laughs> and then in the opposite corner, it was the same uh, with the thumbtacks that Matt Jackson poured in. There are these yeah, two pockets we'll of the ring. Everyone just keeps <laughs> going on top of. Yeah, we got a lot of mileage out of those. Um, then Yuta comes in. He's got a chair. Suplexes Nick onto it. Breaks the chair. Matt comes in, DDTs Yuta onto the chair. Takeshita comes in with another chair, so we got chairs everywhere. 
And then Moxley pulls out a bed of nails from under the ring. And uh, this sick man, he sets it up in the corner, drop kicks Kenny, who falls hard right into the nails. And then the nails like fall down on top of him. Yeah, they scrape him on the champ. way down. Yeah, that's got to hurt. But uh, it gets worse because then he puts the nails flat down on the ground, picks up Kenny, body slams him down onto the nails. And then... Uh, then the clock ticks down. We get our final member of the match, the long-awaited AEW debut of Kota Ibushi. He comes out, gets a big ovation, and uh, I guess that means we can officially begin the match, even though everyone's already beaten up and bleeding. And uh, yeah, Ibushi goes right after Moxley, a bunch of stiff punches, a big kick, which sends Mox backwards, landing right on the bed of nails. Uh, and then while he's on the nails, Abushi hits a standing moonsault, driving Moxley further down. Uh, and then, yeah, we just continue. Everyone's all paired off, brawling all over the place. Some guys are outside the cage. Yuta climbs up onto the roof of the cage. Matt Jackson goes up after him. Hits a Northern Light suplex on the roof. And then he teases like he's going to throw Yuta off. But Yuta counters with a DDT. And then he climbs down. He doesn't want to die. <laughs> uh and then Matt, well, he's still up there. That's when he pulls out the thumbtacks and then just pours them down through the roof. Just raining down thumbtacks. Uh, I was worried for a second because Pac and Claudio, they both like look up. And I've got, imagine I get thought, one of those get, in the eye. Get one of those in the eye, get one of those in the <laughs> mouth. Yeah, well, the mouth, I could deal with that. But uh, anyways, yeah, so Pac and Claudio, they look up and then they get grabbed, slammed down into the tacks. Moxley gets slammed into the tax. He knew he wasn't going to miss out on that. Uh, yeah, so a bunch of people are just getting, like you said, we're getting our money's worth yes, <laughs> with these we're get, taxes. We're getting our blood. Uh, then we get a table set up in the middle between the two rings. Matt Jackson gets laid out on top of it. Pac climbs up the wall of the cage all the way up to the roof. He's dangling off the roof and then lets go, drops down for a big double foot stomp. That was huge. On. That was a huge spot. Yeah, that was awesome. Big holy shit chant for that. The fucking, like, uh, you're doing like a, you like hold yourself up there and then kind of swing down. Damn. Yeah. Swing, release, bam, through the table. Perfect accuracy. Uh, the combat club, they all team up against Kenny in the corner. He moves out of the way and Claudio accidentally uppercuts Pac. Pac doesn't like it. They start arguing, shoving. Uh, so Pac gets pissed, just flips off everyone and... Uh, goes under the ring, grabs some bolt cutters, and cuts the lock off of the cage door. And when did that even get locked? Because we had guys outside the cage just a few minutes ago. So I don't know when that happened. No, it, it was locked when after Wheeler Yuta got back in. But I mean, why wasn't it locked before he went out when everyone was no, because in the match? we No, because Wheeler Yuta came out right when Kota Ibushi came in. And he like took him out on the oh. ramp. So then, okay, and then Matt Jackson went out, and then they fought. Matt Jackson comes back in, then Wheeler Yuta comes back in, then the refs are like, "Fucking finally, I can lock the door." <laughs> I this guess is, so. This yeah. was the series of events. I also asked myself, "Wait, bolt cutters? Where have those been?" <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So either way, Pac cuts the chain off, uh, leaves, slams the door on Claudio. So now it's five versus four. So the Golden Elite they go on a roll. Hangman and Kenny hit the buckshot V-trigger combo. Then they get a pair of handcuffs. 
cuffed Moxley to the rope, so he's got nowhere to go. Mac Jackson uh, puts on a shoe covered in thumbtacks. They shove Yuta's bloody face into it. And then they wrap a chain around Wheeler Yuta's neck and choke him against the ropes until he's passing out. Uh, I thought he did pass out because the camera didn't show it, but apparently John Moxley tapped out on the mat to save Yuta from death. But Oh, Mo uh, Moxley, Moxley tapped out beside. Yeah, because oh. he was handcuffed, couldn't do anything, so he yeah. tapped out to save Yuta, but... Wow. The camera didn't show it, so it was a little bit. I just thought you'd have passed out, but right. Either way, the result is the same. Uh, yeah, so Golden Elite win. Uh, you know, I thought the match was good, but I don't think it was any better than the other blood and guts matches we've seen. Yeah, good, uh, good, honest, not good, not great. Yeah, and honestly, a little bit disappointed in Kota Ibushi. I, I felt like we barely saw much from him. Well, and a couple moves here and there with with ten people, and he's coming in at the very end. Like even just the whole the whole structure of the match isn't made to showcase one person. Yeah, uh, so hopefully, hopefully we can see some more, uh, just some regular one on one matches with him, and hopefully become a part of the AEW roster. But uh, either way, I'm happy he's here. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, it was uh, it was good for uh, it was good for everyone. Yeah, we said uh, lots of yeah, good on the blood. Next year, maybe a little more guts. I want to see, <laughs> I want to see maybe a few more guts, uh, which is okay. Oh yeah, and it's Shark yeah. Week, by the way. <laughs> yeah, right before <laughs> the match, they had like a mascot in a shark costume. I don't know if you caught that. Right it's Shark Week. Uh, this did get a fight forever though. At a couple times. The crowd was yeah. into it. Yeah, I mean, it was still fun. The crowd, you know, it's fun to see a big cage match like that. Yeah. But uh, anyways, that was that. That just about wraps up the wrestling week. Just about. Is there more? Yeah, well, I wasn't going to say anything. I noticed we missed the tweet of the week as well, if there is one. Oh, they're, I, they're actually, they're, I actually didn't have a tweet of the week. Okay, that's okay. Not, yeah. I know sometimes you throw it in the middle of the show. Yeah, I know. I know. Sometimes I, I do. Sometimes you know, just no big deal. Didn't ha no didn't happen deal. this week. Didn't happen this week. Come on, Twitter, get live, get out there, <laughs> do something with well, your life. We do have another award to give away that we always do. So let's give our wrestler of the week. It's the wrestler of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week. This was a oh, did you want to kick it off? Kick us off. No, no, you go ahead. This was a. Uh, <laughs> I think this was a great week for wrestling. That was really it was right off the middle there, or right off the bat there on that collision episode. Uh, I guess we we've we've done this before, and I, I think FTR is my wrestler of the week. We've done this before. Tag teams are eligible, I believe. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so FTR gets the win on that, like we had said, nearly 58-minute long match. You just don't see that every day. 
<laughs> not even every year. Not even every year. Uh, yeah, that was the match to go to. Um, I'll go with the other side of the coin. Give it to Jay and Juice. Jay just because Bullet Club Gold. Yeah, this was their best match in AEW, and you know they had a bit of a shaky first month, but I think this feud here and the stuff with Punk has really helped elevate them a bit. And, uh, you know, yeah, been impressed with them. Well, so BCG. There's my win. The B. Yeah. Well, of course, the BCG and Jay White also from where he came in to nothing, essentially, to now getting to be a guy like a collision guy, because we know he's main level, main quality type of person. Mm -hmm. He's collision guy. We have to be pretty. We have to be soon to like a. A main championship that lives on because it kind of feels like the tag championships are going to live on collision um yeah or at least more often i'm sure the champions will appear on both shows but uh, and the tnt championship that probably lives on dynamite um yeah i don't know i think each belt the belts will rotate yeah they'll figure they'll figure that out yeah because, yeah, whatever, whatever uh, it is, way. I think Jay White is one of the top guys uh, over there. So, Damn. Yeah. Great week. Yep. A lot of fun matches. Three title changes, at least. So it was a busy week. <laughs> busy week on the stat card. That's for sure. Yeah. Dominic getting his first, uh, his first championship. No, second championship. First singles. First singles gold. First yeah. singles gold. Wow. Love to see it. Um, <laughs> and that was, uh, I guess that was the whole week then. That was the whole week of professional wrestling. What do we have on the deck next? SummerSlam is, we still have some time before SummerSlam, right? We can breathe. Yeah, I think the bash is next weekend, and then SummerSlam is the week after that. Week after that. Okay. Is that is that our long weeks. weekend? The August long weekend? That's SummerSlam, yeah. The hottest weekend hottest party of the summer baby yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay we and have some- all in and all out and the summer and there we go oh my god we, we got to be going back to saudi in the fall you know we're going to saudi in the well, fall of course it's gotta happen cannot wait can't so wait that. For- <laughs> that's that this was the this was our <laughs> six or seven month wrap-up <laughs> wrestling show we're halfway through <laughs> the year folks we'll make it the rest of the way thanks for listening rate for like subscribe of course the show is all over the place we'll be back next week as the summer keeps rolling on and so is professional wrestling world uh thanks for listening mike uh take care of yourself all right see you next time Shoot.